post show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak ceiling. So all you gotta do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Every time you're sick and tired of just the same old thing Saying just the same old words all day How boring! Be just hey. like this isn't a boring time because it's time for Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. It's Sunday. It's 6 o'clock. We have a bunch of comedians here for you that want to try out their jokes. It's a full house tonight, so we're just going to start it right up. Please remember that unless you guys pay attention and give each other things to talk about, it's totally a stupid show. So it totally, it's completely dependent upon you. Uh, and how cool you want to make it or how shitty you want to make it. So if you want to make it good, pay attention to people's sets and then give them helpful comments and stick around for a while. Um, If you're going first and you just walk out the door, you know, I'm going to give you this thing, guys. Hang out, support your fellow comedians. Uh, We're our own, uh, you know, community or whatever. My throat hurts a lot today and I don't know why, so uh, here we go, guys. We're going to... Get it started up with Arjun Banerjee. I got spurs that jingle jank. All right, guys, you ready to let this thing loose? All gonna have a bunch of fun, man. This mic stand is great, guys. Did you guys know that overcompensation is ten billion percent effective? Ah, right. Get it? God, I wrote that several months ago, and I just, I got, I found my old joke notebook, so it's full of stuff I abandoned for a good reason. Anyways, guys, you know, I feel like Oakland's really changed, just like full of transplants now. Like, I was just in Oakland the other day, and I saw like hundreds of people repping the football team from Las Vegas. Uh, uh, get it? Because they're leaving. I feel like we just keep saying get it. It's not going to make the joke any better. Anyway, guys, so I was, uh, I've been, I like, uh, I, got, I got with this lady, and she was like hot in a way that made her poetry sound good. Uh, and, uh, thanks, Jackson. Uh, and I, uh, and actually, I, I saw her a couple days saw her a couple days ago, and she was like, yo, I don't think we should have sex again to, to like, preserve our friendship. And I said, like, our friendship's not that good. And she said, our, the sex was even worse. Uh, because I used this super sexy special sex move called I couldn't get an erection again. Um, I know. Is that not that funny? Oh, shit. Am I out of jokes? What else have I said over the past? Oh, these aren't my... These are so extreme vetting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Extreme vetting. Donald Trump wants extreme vetting. Um, and... We essentially kind of already had that under the Obama administration. So what Donald Trump wants is extreme vetting with Truckosaurus. You know, I guess I talked about football. I'll talk about that again. I am a huge, huge, huge 49ers fan, I would say. Like, I love two things in this world. Oh, is, oh, okay. It was just too loud. I love two. Th- oh, okay. But, Okay. I sorry, I just heard the volume decrease and I thought it had turned off. But nope. Uh, I'm a huge, huge, huge 49ers fan. Honestly, guys, I don't just bleed red and gold. I fucking cum red and gold, okay? It's mostly pee and blood. 
but uh, uh, but uh, no, I mean, I love that, and I love tooth. I love my country, and I love the San Francisco 49ers, which means I hate the Seattle Seahawks and ISIS equally. Um, oh, speaking of the America guys, I remember in, I think it was late 2001, or it was like late, around late 2001, I was watching something, I was pretty young at the time, I was watching something, and I thought, like, this is really bad, and it just puts you in perspective, is how terrible Attack of the Clones was, because I remember how bad it was, but I don't remember 9-11 happening. Uh, 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 I was four. Um... Oh, these are, these are notes from history class. Okay, that's not that funny. Okay, good. I'm, d I'm done. Yeah. Woo. Arjun Banerjee, everyone. All right, uh, those other microphones are hot. Uh, I don't think you need to say, I've heard you do that joke about not remembering 9-11. I would take out the I was four part. Yeah, I just added that for you guys. Oh. I don't think I've heard you say before, but... Um, <laughs> this is weird. Uh, with extreme vetting, I feel like you could do more with that. I mean, you could go into the specifics of that. Uh, you know, a bunch of... Apparently, it's going to be still all white dudes doing it. Just this time, they'll be drinking Mountain Dew. You know, something like that. Uh... Also, I think it's funny, and, and this, I, I might be off, but just from like the few times I've seen you, I feel like when you do one-liners, you hate it. <laughs> so like, if you don't like it, you know? <laughs> it's just a thought. <laughs> I'd say you can do both and you're good. I'm just, you know, saying. <laughs> hey, I think the overcompensation, that was like, it's like hyperbole, there was like a disconnect you don't really establish what you're over, like why you're overcompensating, so that wasn't like a clear one. And then for the 49ers, maybe it's like peeing blood in Goldschlager, or like I kind of want to get what's gold because I just peeing blood, I get like a red image. I don't know if you think they like no, urine. Semen's kind of yellowish, and I imagine that's like cheap. Okay, well I, that was there was something else missing. What? George's. But I do like the construction that you have around the bit where you're talking about fighting the girl because her poetry, like it made her poetry sound good. Uh, and then you talked about like the what, you said our friendship isn't that good, and then she said the sex is worse. Like that's like that. Thanks. Didn't help you, like I said. Yeah, that was the main joke I was working on today. All right, everybody, clap wildly for Urgent Energy. How many plays with a bass and guitar? All right. Wow, my voice really is messed up today. I sound very deep, sultry, like your next comedian. I mean, when you think of the words deep and sultry, the first name that comes to mind is Joey Avery, everyone. That is the way he likes to play on his piano. And we all know. That was the intro of the year. That's my favorite one. I fucking love that. Uh, wants to lick my voice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we get it fucking sexy in here. I wish I could just be a DJ. <laughs> that would be so fun. Just play like sexy bass lines that someone else wrote and just be like, mm, doesn't this get you rock hard? Uh, 
That would be awesome. Get to wear sunglasses inside. Um, I uh, I've been trying to I've been trying to get get my get on my fitness game recently. You know, I think it's important. But one thing I'm not very good at uh, is I'm not very good at making myself stretch. You know, like I know it's I know it's important. I know it's very valuable to stretch. I understand the health benefits, but there's still a part of me that's like, yeah, but I ain't no bitch. I'm not gonna like what I'm just gonna sit here and just touch my toes. Is that what I'm gonna do? I have a life to live. I have things to do. I'm gonna sit here touching my toes. What do I get out of that? Am I gonna be walking on the beach and people are gonna be like, oh, look at those long hamstrings. <laughs> get that long hamstring boy over here and let me fuck him. I don't think that's gonna happen for me. And therefore I don't wanna do it. And I know that working out is for other things like a lot of people are like exercise isn't just so that I can look good it's so that I can feel good and so that I can de-stress and it's like that's great uh it's a beautiful beautiful lie that you tell yourself uh because I'm pretty sure those rippling six packs are not an unwanted side effect (laughs) you know like you would like if you've ever done crunches that's not true you know because no one's like sitting there like this really helps me center I really need this it's a useful workout in case a grand piano ever falls on my upper body and I need to sit up it's not how that shit works and there's nothing wrong with that people think that it's bad that like you're being vain and you just want to look good and it's like fuck it alright that's natural no one ever looks at a peacock and they're like you fucking douchebag sitting there with all your feathers trying to get fucked like that's what everything does there's nothing wrong with the honorable battle of going from a five to a six i think that's a i think that's a beautiful thing that we should all aspire to there's nothing wrong with that it's interesting how much fitness has changed like I'll never forget this. I was sitting with my mom and my grandpa and she would just gotten into like yoga and Pilates and like all these like eating, you know, vegetables, <laughs> latest diet craze. And, and she was asking him, she's like, you know, dad, I've always been so impressed. Like I look back at pictures of you and like, you never belonged to a gym. How did you stay so skinny? And he looked at her like she was from a different planet and he was just like, we ate less food (laughs) and that was it mic drop moment just a little bit of old person wisdom like i'm gonna die soon i don't have time for your dumb shit like that's not gonna make a good gq article but it is a good way to stay slim um all right real quick this is this is going to be stupid. But uh, it's an interesting time politically, I think, for everyone, no matter no matter how you feel. It's a pretty weird time. And it just makes me think about the system and how interesting it is that in our country, like, best case scenario, the best thing that could happen in America, 45% of the country is going to be fucking livid. Like, no matter what. That's the best possible scenario. 45% of the people are pissed. I'm like, maybe we should go back to earlier forms of government. Like, maybe this isn't the best. I'm not talking about, like, kings where it's, like, two family members fucked and made a weird kid who thought God put him here. Like, not that. I mean, like, going back to the monkey days. You know, because what monkeys do, they just have the strongest 
motherfucker run shit and i feel like that would probably work better for us because then if you're like i hate this guy's policy it's like yeah you tell him (laughs) give it a whirl he's in the oval office doing deadlifts and eating a lamb shank tell him tell him you don't like his proposal then we couldn't complain as much and he'd be so dumb he wouldn't try to do anything and we'd be better off. Uh, all right, that's it for me. Thank you. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Yay! Joey Avery, everyone. Uh, comments? Get to. I mean, it's it's great new premises. You always bring great stuff. Good one. Uh, all right. When you were talking about I don't want to be a bitch and all that stuff, right? Right. Stretching. I was thinking like uh, like the little noises you make when you stretch. That could be a little bit Yeah, open. yeah, that's a good call. And I like that little ad lib about lick my voice. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, I don't know, but maybe you could go into like why they ate less food just because he's like older. Right. Now everything's being fucking delivered. Right. Oh, that's cook. a good point. We, people think it's a big deal when they get like boxes delivered uh, and instructions how to cook something now. Right, like, we right. Don't do anything. Right, like, right, right. Discuss, so maybe. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Were they de- were they in the depression? Were they depression people? I think he just came out of the other end, but I, I could probably go into. That. I mean, there's the difference of we ate less food and there wasn't as much. <laughs> there wasn't any food. Food. Right. right. Like, gluten wasn't a problem when there was one loaf of bread for the city. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think going into the whole like we didn't have Grubhub and we didn't right. have, like just the litany of like apps that we didn't have. So walking to get my food, right? Silly, <laughs> right, right, right. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Cooking my own <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, totally. As the oldest person in the room, it's also portion sizes and the idea of like having a bag of chips and constantly stuffing your face. Like those, those entire food concepts that weren't around when I was a kid right. about eating and like a candy bar used to be like as big as your finger and now it's as big as your arm. Right, real, you know? right, right, right. Can you touch your toes? Oh, yeah. Do it. Oh, yeah? You want to see that? You want me to face you or away? (laughs) It's up to you. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Lovely. I'll actually do yoga. I'm not not fucking around. I'll put that hair up in a bun and just... Be honest. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, I do it in my room. I have a tapestry. It's super fun. That's so upsetting. Be be honest, ladies. Did any of you actually see him touch his toes or were you watching somewhere else? Oh, you looking at that ass? Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate Yay. it. Joey Avery, everyone. Joey Avery. Funny, funny man. Uh, your next comedian. He wasn't even at the fucking show last Friday, but he was all over the podcast. People just couldn't stop talking about your next comedian. Maybe we'll see why. Maybe we won't. Everybody, it's Jeff Dean. We're talking about me? I want to hear about this. Yeah, listen to the podcast. You're all over it. They're recorded. That's perfect. Awesome. (laughs) That never happens. People talk about you and they're like, oh, we recorded it. (laughs) Uh, I got got an Uber pool the other day. Or just a regular Uber. Uh, And uh, it told me that the driver was hearing impaired. Has anyone had that before? 
No? No, it tells you on the app, it says your driver is hearing impaired, just to warn you. And I was like, oh, that's great. That means I can fart audibly and he'll have no idea. Um, so I did. Um, and I think he noticed. Like, I tried rolling the windows down, the child locks were on, uh, and he started, he started yelling at me. Couldn't understand any of it. Um, my favorite part about that joke is that the people who would be most offended by that joke will never hear that joke. Uh, I, I got a new girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And um, we, were, uh, we were watching Silver Linings Playbook, great film. Uh, Bradley Cooper's in it, and she's like, oh my God, Bradley Cooper, I love him. He's my free pass. I was like, what's a free pass? And she's like, oh my God, you don't know? Every couple does it. It's where you and I, we each get to choose one person in the entire world we can have sex with, and we can't get mad at each other for it. She chose Bradley Cooper, and I chose my ex-girlfriend. Um, she was not happy. She was like, you're an idiot. You're supposed to choose a celebrity. Uh, I was like, that's the which celebrity would you like to have sex with game. I was just trying to be realistic. She's not going to fuck Bradley Cooper. Are you kidding? I don't fuck girls that fuck Bradley Cooper, you know? Um... And I, don't get me wrong, I've never cheated on a girl, I never planned to, but I drink and I make mistakes, and all I'm saying is if it happens, a free pass would be convenient, you know? Uh, I uh, recently got laid off, yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> so I'm looking for new jobs, and I keep getting retargeted ads on Facebook and YouTube for the companies that rejected me. And it kind of feels like they're rubbing it in, you know? It's kind of like seeing your ex-girlfriend on Facebook with her new boyfriend. Like, you weren't quite good enough, but this guy was. Um, and then if I went to YouTube and it's like, oh, by the way, your ex-girlfriend and her new boyfriend have a new video blog about their newfound love. Um, thought you'd be interested based on how much you looked at her Facebook profile. Um, yeah, I found out my, my ex-girlfriend's dating a new guy through Venmo. <laughs> they had a lot of payments together, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy getting my ex-girlfriend to pay for half a shit? She never paid for half. You know, like she would always complain, like, why would you want me to pay for half? Like, it's my birthday. All right, that's all I got. Thanks, guys. Hey, it's Jeff Dean. Uh, I think that you have an opportunity to tell a joke about the way the new guy looks and that maybe he's similar to you, like maybe his beard, something about his beard, like, and his beard isn't even silky like mine or something that's yeah. like where he, of course, looks exactly like you because just Facebook I just I just when you said it I was hoping you would say like and my beard's better than his or yeah he's shorter yeah see and then you say and he's shorter why would she why would she not why would she leave me for the shorter bearded fellow or whatever I thought um, for the Uber driver you didn't want to say something about how he's like not smelling impaired oh um, but I was it is thinking about like oh I forgot to say like his yeah. senses are heightened yeah when you're dead right. 
Yeah, that could be, so he like, extra smelt it. Yeah, and I was going to say something about, like, oh. I'm, I'm just glad he didn't see the farter. And the, in the words olfactory, olfactory senses, that's what you your smeller does. Like, if you want to sound smart about it. And I think for Venmo, well, also, just name, whoever your ex-girlfriend is, just give her a name. It'll just help us, like, okay. c- create a little picture. And then for, oh, okay. for the Venmo, I think you want, we want, like, the specific examples of how they spent the money. Like, that's... That seems like right in your wheelhouse of yeah, like so and so spent twenty five dollars paying for that. Like you need to give us a couple examples and put things together and mm. conjecture and be paranoid because I think all that stuff is very like in your in your wheelhouse of the things that he bought her, okay, um, or the things that she's paying him back for. Yeah, that helps. But in pictures, because it's always like in little emojis, like cute little fun, so you can see how flirtatious mm. it is probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I- uh, yeah, go full tilt stalker with the joke. I think like as like a as a, like way to like just ham it up and just go full tilt and see how that works. Because okay. I think there's a lot of humor there. Thank you. I, so for the the uh, Uber driver joke, it seemed a little to me. It seemed a little too ridiculous for it to the idea of getting away with a fart. I don't know. Just the whole, the concept as a whole. It's not. I mean, I'm all for yeah. make, making fun of yeah yeah it's deaf people, but. <laughs> but I just mean, yeah, I think the premise for me was a little too out there to it just make it seem believable. And it doesn't, that's not to say everything has to be believable. The fart is the fart, and I, I don't think farts are funny. <laughs> and then the other thing is, what are you implying when you say, I don't date girls uh, who date black Bradley um, Cooper? They're like, Bradley Cooper has really high standards, and I don't date girls who okay. date those. Because, I mean, that, that, that made, Shit. yeah, okay, because it comes off. To me, I almost thought like, do you mean like you're? Are you saying like your girlfriends aren't good enough to be with Bradley Cooper? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly. okay. Because I think it's. it's <laughs> I mean, they're nice <laughs> enough. Yeah. 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 Okay. Are I guess. I, no, no, no. <laughs> Clear. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm just as someone who's met your girlfriend. I'm sure she could date Bradley. I mean, she could. She no. Could, I'm, I'm trying to say she could do well, much I mean, better than. Yeah, she's super sweet. Uh, I, if you can do the Venmo bit before you talk about having a new girlfriend, it'd be kind of funny if you like were trying to stalk your ex-girlfriend via Venmo, and like you see that she's paying this guy a lot, so you start concocting what could be reasonable excuses in her head, like, oh, maybe she's so sad about her breakup that he bought her coffee, and now she's paying him back, and then it gets more ridiculous to like she's clearly sending him like rent and gas and water money, and like you're like, oh, oh, it's just a rebound, yeah, and you keep justifying it. Did you ever see that Google commercial, like, Parisian Love? And it's basically, it tells, look up this commercial, it tells the story of, like, study abroad and, like, the things that he searches. It's like, study abroad in Paris, how to ask a girl out in French, where's a good cafe, where's a good chocolate? So I think, kind of like Brooke is saying, tell tell the story of their escalating relationship through Venmo transactions. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. And then, like, the rent is a good one to end on, or, like, enga- I don't, it has to be things that they would be shared, like, rent versus, like, engagement ring, because no one pays, no one, no one pays back for their own engagement ring, but like, yeah, you can keep escalating that story okay. through those things. Someone pays her for like brunch or something. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right, Jeff Dean. All right. Hey, remember, if you guys are giving comments, make sure you're right there in the mic, so we don't. If I have to put the mic up too high, we get a little feedback, and that's that weird ringing noise that you hear every once in a while. All right. Your next comedian, really funny lady. She was great on Pamtastics last week. Clap your hands wildly for Brooke Heineken. Everybody has a mania. Two 
I actually went back to re-listen to that Hell Hat to see if there's anything I could uh, reuse from that. But somebody put in Roast Jeff Dean and it kept getting drawn, which is why. Yeah, and you also put in Roast Brooke Heineken, so fuck you. Uh, all right. Um, you want to feel bad about your one-liners, Arjun, get ready. Or not feel bad, sorry. This is going to make you feel better. This <laughs> will make you feel so much better. Uh, I think it's time that we all talk about what's really dividing the country. I'm getting real pissed about these Rocky Mountains. Yeah, they cut the country. They divide the country. Okay, okay. Never mind. Um, oh, there you go. Uh, been thinking a lot about what I'm afraid of. Uh, I'm afraid of a lot. Hello. Would you like to come in? Do you want to come in? That's okay. Oh, now I feel like I got to be good. Okay. Uh, does anybody else in here buy motivational clothes? Like clothes that are just, you clearly are not familiar with this concept. Women will buy clothes that are smaller than what they can currently wear. Uh, but I try to buy motivational clothes that are too big. Uh, that way, a guy will look at me and think I just lost a lot of weight. Because uh, I think like I'm on the right track without me having to actually do any work. But they're also motivational for me because then I can go out to like a burrito place and be like, oh, now I'm really motivated by how loose these jeans are. Uh, I recognize that does not reconcile with the jeans that I'm wearing right now, but uh, these are just from Abercrombie. They do actually fit <laughs> uh, the way they're supposed to. My sister reminds me of that a lot. Because no, my sister, because I tell her the jeans are too tight. She works in Abercrombie. She designs jeans, or as she calls them, women's denim, or as my mom calls them, sausage casings. Uh, but she does work at Abercrombie. It's headquartered in Columbus, Ohio, which is where actually a lot of fashion is headquartered. Victoria's Secret also headquartered in Columbus, Ohio, because they want to be headquartered in a place where the people are too ugly to steal the clothes. All right, I think I'm, I've been thinking a lot about things that I'm scared of. Uh, I'm not scared of like things that people should, probably should be scared of. It's very popular all of a sudden. Uh, like like uh, walking home at night or Raiders fans. Uh, I actually did go, my first week in San Francisco, I went to a Raiders game and wore the other team's colors because my friend told me to. <laughs> Horrible mistake. Uh, but I'm really scared of spiders. Uh, I was driving with a, a friend of mine. We were going on a hike and we were in the woods and this massive spider crawled in the driver's side window. And I know that you're more likely to die in a car accident than you are from a spider bite, which was doubly true when I then jumped into the driver of the car's lap while she was driving to get away from the spider. Uh, we never found it. I'm also very scared of heights that I could fall from, uh, which it doesn't reconcile with the fact that I've done a little bit of skydiving. I've gone skydiving a couple of times, mainly because the planes you go skydiving in are far more dangerous to stay in than to jump out of. Uh, but I have an ex-boyfriend who really liked to skydive, so he liked to take me with him, which I think was people would all be like, oh, like he's just trying to get rid of you. And I'm like, no, he would never do that. So I went skydiving with him the first time, and the guy was teaching me that when you jump out of the plane, you have to do, which basically is like an ab workout. It's like an in-air crunch. And I was like, oh, now I get it, <laughs> why my boyfriend wants me to go. Uh, except the first time I jumped through, uh, we jumped through a hailstorm. So I landed and had all these little cuts all over my face, and it looked like I didn't know how to shave as a boy. Uh, the other thing that I'm uh, a little bit scared of is heights. Um, Shit, I need to work this out a bit out better. All right, I'm just gonna stop there. This is all garbage anyway. Thanks. Brock Heineken, everyone, jumping out of planes.
We learn new things every time. First she worked for the State Department, now she jumps out of planes. Who the fuck are you, Brooke Heineken? Uh, comments? Don't all jump at once. First of all, super cool that you worked for the State Department. Uh, second of all, I, uh, you were speaking pretty fast, so I kind of had some trouble following exactly, like, um, kind of like where one joke would end and start, and so that just sort of didn't give me much time to, like, get a lot of the jokes. I mean, that's more of a delivery thing than, like, a material thing, which I guess will be worked out as you tell them a couple times, but, like, that's just... That's fair. It, yeah, okay, no, cool. I was very distracted by the noise. I like the time you took making that comment, though. <laughs> that's funny. Sick roast. Motivational clothes, I think it kind of confuses people because, like, what would you call that? Because you wouldn't be motivated, well, neither of you do that. It wouldn't be motivating to buy bigger clothes, you know. Like, if you just said some girls buy smaller clothes because they plan on losing weight, that was but the I buy beginning bigger of the chat. clothes. That was the beginning of the chat. I know, but I thought it was <laughs> okay. Never mind. There's a lot of feedback on feedback. Yeah, I have a comment about that joke. Um, Brooke, I really love the joke about like buying bigger clothes. So that your, you know, your significant other thinks you've lost weight, but like maybe you could take take a step one step further. You're like thinking, okay, what if he decides to like, you know, do a little, like investigate further, doing a little, do a little, um, and like you start maybe posting some photos on Facebook or social media, and you're trying to like date them retroactively or something so, to make it believable. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, to what lengths do I go to keep this ruse up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think the power of the joke is in the. Sauce, ladies' denim sausage casings. Like different names for jeans, how you wear them. And I mean, on, I, and I look, I see, I see a lot of camel toe on the bus. And it confuses me. Not from you, just from general women. And I wonder why. I wonder if, they, if they're growing out of their pants, or if they're like you're saying motivational pants, or if they just don't notice that their vagina lips are showing. Like, I don't know. Pam, your voice is so sensual. It's disrupting. I think I'm losing it. Um, I think there's, so when you buy bigger clothes, I think there's some opportunity for how people misconstrue that because you think it's, you think people think that you're on the way losing weight, but it can also make people think you're poor. It can also make people think that you have like a bad fashion sense. Um, so you can kind of play with like, I did it for this reason, but what actually happened was okay, that. Yeah. So there's probably something in what, yeah, there's probably something like, yeah, that, okay. Well, well, I, but also, I have a little bit of difficulty with the believability of it, because I find you to be a small person. I don't, I don't know why you'd, why you'd nice. feel the need, why you'd feel the need to be like losing weight or whatever, like that's Well, I, I mean, if people are going to think that when I say the joke, then I won't do the joke, well, but like. Well, you say like you have a reunion coming up or, give, or a wedding? Or oh, give sure, give it some context. Just give yourself one, a little milestone you're trying to reach. So I have a, I'm a bridesmaid and I want to, you know, impress these. But I'm not actually trying to, the whole joke is that I'm buying bigger clothes because I'm not buying, like it's something that girls do. Oh, I see. So then, then you have to make that differentiation more that this isn't me wanting, this is what women do. It's, then it's more of a commentary on how women feel about themselves because you're like, a skinny person and when you do a joke about okay you don't see though that's the thing well maybe that's the joke is that you've got some body dysmorphia issues like maybe that's where the funny is I don't know could be it too 
Or I, sh- I also don't know how I feel about the fact that my si- like I could, there's a comment in there about my sister continues to buy me clothes that clearly don't fit oh. as they should, but they're free. So like right, right, right. Well, then that goes into the poor person thing, kind of. She said, "If do you like Abercrombie?" I, uh, <laughs> I like to. I do think you have some kind of body dysmorphia thing because you were talking about like people from Oklahoma, like they're the ugly. I was listening online. They're the ugly ones that like can't afford the Victoria's Secret or something. Oh, Ohio, Ohio. Yeah, What's the I liked, same shit. I liked it. It was uh-huh. good. And by the way, it was funny because you say that, and then like my boss who came out to see me at Roosters, he was like, "Hey, the the girl who won, she was really hot," and I was like, "Thanks." So. Is your boss my single? My boyfriend come into the house. No, not at all. We did the political oh. show too. Oh, Actually, my so my boss. Set out feeling so bad. My boss's girlfriend was the girl who won the bag. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe there's like Ohio sizes of clothing. They have like specialty. Oh, that's a really good, yeah. Like I'm a San Francisco medium in an Ohio extra small or something. Right, like I know that. what you're talking about. There's they actually they call it vanity sizing. So like when you go buy something really expensive, like a like a Diane von Furstenberg. I only know that because I actually have one, but it's a size two. I'm not a size two. I'm a size six. So why the more expensive clothing that you get, the smaller the sizes are because they actually do vanity size. They want you to feel small. Right. So it's a size two, but I'm really a size six. So it's sort of dumb that they do that. But that's, they're playing on our, but that's what's wrong with women. We're like, we must be small. Yeah. All right. I like that concept. All right. Thanks, guys. Yay. Brooke Heineken. Yay. All right, your next comedian, funny man, last seen two weeks ago on the St. Putrick's Day show. What a fun time. Uh, excited to see him again right now. Everybody clap wildly for Matthew Banks. People, calm down. Oh, man. I had a weird day. I think I need to start wearing like a sign that says, like, I'm on your side, like, for the ladies. Because uh, it, it's like they're a little aggressive here sometimes. And I get it. I know why. It's not like I'm fucking dumb. But, like, I, I work, work on pianos f- for a living, you know. And uh, I'm working with this artist. And, like, benches, like, a piano bench, like an artist bench, is really fucking heavy. And most people don't realize that. And I'm, like, helping her. And I was like, oh, I can move the bench for you. It's really heavy. She's like, ah. I can get it. <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. And she went to pick, pick the bench up and threw her back out. And I was just like, like I fucking told you, it was heavy. I was like, I'm not saying that because you're a woman, like it, that you can't pick up the bench, but Jesus Christ, like as a rule, like I'm stronger than like that 90% of people in general. I like, it must, it's got nothing to do with sex here. I don't know. It was tough. It was really tough for me. I, I was thinking while somebody was talking like about the first time I got like a spanking or like a whooping. I don't know. People are real liberal, <laughs> real liberal around here. Like anybody ever get spankings as a child? <laughs> All right, good. I mean, it wasn't. It was weird because my dad is like a really sensitive, like liberal man, and like he started crying before I did. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> you get a spanking, and afterwards they're like, "I still love you." I'm like, "Well, you just beat the shit out of me, like." How does that make sense? I don't know. It was weird. But I got fat shamed the other day for the first time in like six months, like since I moved here. Like people just don't shame here. I don't know. I, but the dude did it. I was like, you are right. I was like, I, I'm fucking getting heavy. Like I got to get to the gym. You know, I was I was very thankful. Like sometimes it's effective. Um it was very helpful for me. And fucking lettuce. Lettuce is like a bad hand job. I, like, 
it's a lot of work. I mean, I don't see why anybody would want to do it. I mean, and you're just shoving shit in your face for hours, and you never get full. Uh, I, I don't know. I, and it does me no good. Like I, I just don't like it at all. And my doctor's just like, look, Matthew, you got to do something. Like, you got to like start eating right, or you know, get a trainer, or just accept being a fat ass for the rest of your life. And I'm like, this dude's a fucking genius. Like, all I have to do is accept it. Like, my God, it makes life a lot easier. And, like, never threaten me with death. Like, <laughs> death is not scary to me. Like, life is much more horrendous. If he, Like, if he was like, look, Matthew, if you don't start exercising, like, you're going to live forever. I would I'd throw this fucking mic down and run some laps. I mean... If I had to deal with that shit, I don't, I don't know, man. It's brutal. But I, I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is I really like killers, um, serial killers in general. They're my favorite. I don't know. They're very gene like in the humility of these guys. These guys will kill like tons and tons of people and never tell a soul. I mean, can you imagine having that kind of secret? <laughs> Just feel like you, you slayed 21 people and you can't tell anybody. Like that's how they always get caught. They eventually have this secret and they just burst. You know, I, that's that's kind of what happens. But I was looking at this like Facebook killer, and uh, he like killed his family and posted it on Facebook for like his whole family to see, or for like all his friends to see or whatever. And this documentary was like, this guy killed his whole family and posted the pictures on Facebook for a hundred and fifty of his friends and family to see. It's like, no wonder he killed all those people. He's a fucking loser. <laughs> like, he only had 150 friends. It's like, good God almighty, man. I would have killed myself afterwards. That was weird. I don't know, man. Speaking of weight, though, I gave up potato chips. I did. I couldn't hear the TV. Had to put those down. Thanks a lot, guys. Matthew Banks, everyone. Yay. story about the woman throwing her back out it, uh, it was funny but I think you could mention because at the end you said like it's really difficult for me like not knowing you know how to interact with people but I think if you mentioned like if you're standing over your boss with her back thrown out and be like this is really difficult for me to know what you know because no no one gets just like a visual if someone's like okay never mind and then for the second thing the, the very last thing you said um I know for me on Facebook, like my my family is guaranteed to like anything I post just about. So it almost makes it sadder that that's like five less likes, like five less guaranteed. He needs, with only 150 friends, he needs all the likes he can get. So yeah. he's kind of hurting his own Facebook game. I'm just, I'm just saying, but I thought that could work. Yeah. Uh, I thought it'd be funny if like, you asked her to if she needed help picking up the bench, and she assumed that you meant you wanted to pick up the whole bench, but really you just wanted to like pick up half the bench, and then she's like trying to pick up the whole bench. You could use it in less. You'd say that in less words. <laughs> like, what if you're like she tries to pick up the whole bench and pulls her back out, and you're like, I was gonna ask if I could just pick up half of it. Like she'd pick up half. <laughs> like you both pick it up. I'm really bad at giving up giving feedback. Okay. I thought it'd be funny if uh, you could say like you were healthier when you lived in New York because everyone fat shamed you. Yeah, yeah. That's or like true. Alabama. Yeah. I uh, I liked I liked your whole set just overall, uh, but the Facebook killer thing made me think like, what if there's like a like a Snapchat killer or something, or like a or a Twitter killer 
or an Instagram killer, somebody who takes pictures and leaves like really long wordy posts about it. I don't know. Yeah, hashtag kill him. Sepia toned, of course. Gotta make it old timey. I uh, had a comment about the serial killer joke. I was thinking maybe you could uh, provide some examples of the kind of a restraint that they have to show. Like, maybe it getting so bad they actually have to delete their Facebook account. And then realizing they don't have a Facebook account because they're like super reclusive and they don't have any friends or something like that. You know what I mean? Anyway. Just examples. What's up, buddy? Um, I think I think maybe it seems like a lot of your jokes kind of need that one. I feel like they need you should title everything or try and sum everything up. Like feminism can give you back problems or something. You know, like it'd be yeah. kind of cool if you had because you sort of it's like an amorphous paragraph, but I like want to have that like crisp line of like what your main point is. So just every joke that you have, maybe just trying to think of like what the title would be or what the uh, what's called when you have like a fable and it has a, like the moral of your joke? Just maybe something to just think about. To wrap it up? Yeah, it's just, yeah, Later. to wrap it up or to say once a week. It's just like, ah, like that's it. Like it seems like you you talk in every sense as equal weight, but I'm like, I always kind of want that like final blow. And it's, yeah, and yeah. I think that's what can, that, that can help. Um, and yeah, I like the, I mean, I like the lettuce and hand job. It was funny, but I was ready for more parallels. Yeah, so yeah. just list out lettuce, list out hand jobs and sort of figure out like what the, the if there are any more connections. I like your potato chip jokes. And yeah, the same with like the celebrity, like they're like these, the whole fun of being a celebrity is the, you know, is the notoriety or people recognizing you on the street or something like that. Just have a little bit more clarity on like, man, if I was, it would suck to be famous without getting any of the benefits of being famous or all the blow jobs are fine. You know, just sort of list out some of the great parts of being famous that these people are missing out on or something like that. Yeah, thanks. Um, I I don't have like I don't have any tags for it, but I th- I want to know more about this feminist girl because I think this is really funny premise that she like hurts herself trying to say like no we're equal yeah 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 that's really funny like maybe we get to know her a little bit more before that okay. joke or like more examples of like women trying to be equal and like fucking themselves over okay yeah well, I think you kind of covered this when you were talking to Ian earlier but what did you did you like pick her up. After no, I laughed and ran out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> because like, because like you could talk about your inner conflict. Like she threw her back out, but like, oh, yeah, does, she now you want me to, does she want me to pick her up? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, do I help you up or do you just want to fucking? What do, you, what do, you want? do you just lie like? There? Yeah. I, should I go get a help or should I go get you with like a future as female T-shirt? Like I don't know what to do. Can, can I call the firemen or does it have to be fire women? You know? Yeah. The T-shirt. Yeah, she's wearing the future female T-shirt or something like that. Yeah. Sorry. Well, we'll just hold this. Yeah. Should I go get Candace? Yeah, I need to go get my female boss. All right, everybody, clap wildly for Matthew Banks. All right, moving right along. Everybody's giving nice comments today. Clap your hands wildly for Allison Hooker. I must go back to... Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Um, I'm... Uh, oh, there is a little feedback. I'm, uh, I'm dating someone younger than me. Like he's a millennial, so, you know, he got, like, really frustrated the first time we slept together. He had to put his phone down to use his hands. Just... <laughs> 
I think I was looking for some kind of an app like ClipFinder or Luber. I don't know. Um, but he's also first-generation American. His family is from Syria, so he was raised like conservative Muslim. Uh, I feel like I'm fucking corrupting the kid, you guys. <laughs> Seriously. Like, he doesn't have like a drinking habit or baggage, you know? He thinks like women are innocent and love is real. I, uh, I recently went to um, like a family function for his family. I met his family for the first time. It was someone's birthday party. I showed up with a pie and I handed it to his dad and his dad just went, okay. He's like this really serious, older Syrian man. Um, but he owns a Mexican restaurant, which, I mean, he doesn't like totally get it. <laughs> like, I, it's the first time I've had a burrito, and I was like, oh, it's a little too much saffron. Um, but this Mexican restaurant is like also a tequila bar. <laughs> so, so yeah, so we're, 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 you know, it's a family function, but we're, I mean, there's a full bar in front of me, and I, when I'm with my family, we fucking drink. Like, that might be the only thing I have in common with my family members. That's like why we get along, you know? Um, so I was like, oh, oh, babe, can we have a beer, you know? It's fucking taps right there. And he didn't tell me it wasn't allowed. <laughs> like, he looked a little nervous. So he pours a couple beers, and I sit down across from, um, his dad's new wife, who is younger than me. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to paint the wrong, like totally wrong picture. She's just a couple months younger than me, but she's still fucking younger than me. Like, I'm pretty sure his dad like clowns on him for that shit. <laughs> just, um, so I sit down across from her and he brings over these two pints and he sets them down and she looks right at me and she's like, oh, please don't drink. It's disrespectful. The kids are here. Well, my boyfriend's one of the kids. <laughs> so, so he was like pissed. He just, he was like, I'm dating someone older than you. And then like stormed off. And I was like, oh my God. I was like left at this table, like trying to come up with a conversation. Like well, I've been to the Middle East once, you know, <laughs> something. And like naturally just to ease the tension. Like I just, it was such a natural move. I just took the beer and like took a sip. And like, as I'm sipping, I was like, that wasn't the right move. That, that wasn't. <laughs> She just told you that was disrespectful. Like, just told you that, you know? Fuck. And then his dad walks over, and there I am, across from his wife who doesn't drink, with two pints in front of me, looking like I'm double fisting. I was like, nice to fucking meet you guys. I was so, like, get me out of this situation, you know? I wanted to be drunk so badly, or high, or something. I was, like, doing anything, you know? I was, like, scratching the paint off the wall, trying to, like, sniff it, just <laughs> holding my breath, getting lightheaded. So I eventually got out of that situation, but um, because his wife is younger than me, she knows how to like Facebook and Google things. <laughs> she figured out pretty quickly that I'm a stand-up comedian. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so later, everyone's like gathering around the TV screen, and it's not like a phone; it's like a TV because you know we're we're in like a sports bar. Uh, they're gathering around, and she had picked the the video called My New Young Muscly Arab Boyfriend. And uh, in this bit, I talk about meeting him for the first time, blackout drunk at a bar, and how, you know, I mean, it was like, there was like a game on. I went home with him in the duration of like a commercial break, <laughs> like really quickly. And the truth is, I don't even remember meeting him. I don't remember anything until the taxi ride to his house. Which I guess you could say is romantic, though. Like, I came out of a blackout for you. 
So technically, I met him in a taxi. <laughs> Guys, you know, in hindsight, he's Arab, like he might have just been my driver. <laughs> that was the joke they didn't love. <laughs> but you know, like, I'm like, fuck it, you know, I'm a comedian, like I'm bound to like, offend somebody. <laughs> like, might as well be your boyfriend's in-laws, you know what I mean? I mean, your boyfriend's, I mean, your boyfriend's parents? Can I call parents? Like, she's fucking my age. <laughs> okay, anyways, that's all I've got. Thanks, guys. Allison Hooker, everyone. So, Younger I, really, boyfriend. I really like the, uh, like, corrupting him bit. That's just super relatable from dating older women. And uh, I, I thought, I was expecting there to be a flip, like, and he's dating someone my age, but she's corrupting him. Like, I was still yeah. expecting that, the, the same, like, yeah, the inversion because she's also American and a corruptive force. Oh, no, she's not. She's, oh, she's well. uh, Moroccan. Oh, okay. Well, for the sake of the joke, I mean, fuck it, right? Okay. Like, but, yeah, I thought it was really funny. And the blackout story is great. Like, I actually wanted you to, like, have some, like, uh, like blackout Cinderella sort of metaphor going, like... You know, I, I woke up, couldn't find my shoes, uh, but, you know, I was already in the taxi, and, and, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Something like that. But, yeah, really funny. Good stuff. Cool. Thank you. I, I think there's something, ser- like, like very funny about the idea of, like, a conservative, like, Muslim guy dating someone half his age, right? Or is he's not He's remarried. They have kids. Yeah. He just It's not a big deal I, to okay. some people to marry a woman, like, way younger than you. Okay, but... All right, then. I'm not trying to make him out to be, like, a creep, like he'd fuck kids, yeah, but, like... Well, who wouldn't, right? Um, <laughs> I'm going to leave on that. So, this might be... Are you Jewish? No. Oh, okay, because that would have been, like, you could close, like, how do I get out of this fucking party? I'm a Jew, you know? Well, people think I look Jewish, so that could be a joke in there. I was fooled by that. You do have a, you have a joke that you used to do about, Mom, we're Jewish. But yeah, because everyone tells me I look Jewish. Um, or half black or something. You talked about how you corrupt people, people, some him. People. Some people think, I don't know. Oh dear. Uh, oh dear. Uh, fuck, I was about to say. Oh yeah, people, some, you're talking about how you corrupt him. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like you can get more ex- like specific than just saying like some people think I corrupt him. And I was trying to think of an example. I, I, I forget what the like Arabic word is for something that's not allowed. It's like non-kosher. Haram. Haram. You could say, I don't know, bring in like something specific, specific to okay. his religion or his culture that about it's how not specific saying enough. like I corrupt him. Okay. Um, yeah. He was talking about, or no, she is it his stepmom who said you can't drink because there's kids around here. Or whatever. The kids are here. Uh, when they're watching your video and you're talking about uh, your boyfriend. You know that, like, obviously, I would, I would like to know their reaction after, afterwards, and then, you know, it's probably negative, right? And you're, you could just be like, kids, am I right? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. and then just kind of okay. end with that. Yeah. This is nice just job. like I don't know why he did that. Why yeah, did he take kids, me home? Right? Yeah, because yeah. then it like takes the, the badness away from you, and it's, okay. it's him that's doing the stupid shit. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah, thanks. This is just like a performative thing. I was thinking like when you're getting ready to play the performance on the television, you know, um, just just do the do the bit, you know, and, you know, sort of kind of, I, I thought for maybe okay. it's just my head kind of wandering in and out of it, just perform just a straight bit and then wrap it up with, because the last joke is a joke they didn't like. So then you could just go, and that's a joke they didn't like, you know, just as a kind of a okay. set organizing thing or something. 
wasn't super small, but I would just say that they had like Apple TV, so people figure out they had like the YouTube app on their Apple TV just to make it clear why a comedian's bit is on like a TV in a bar. Okay. Yeah, oh so. yeah, that's a good point. I I kind of got that. Um, I liked uh, your whole thing overall, but just now when you said she was Moroccan, uh, the only thing I know about Morocco is that I had a an army buddy come come back from there, and I'm like, so what's what's the deal with Morocco? And he's like, well, it's America's oldest ally, and and that was like literally the only interesting thing about him. So maybe you could like try to bridge something with her, like, hey, you know, you know, America's oldest ally. Like, oh, I see what you mean. We okay. could we could be friends, and she's like, no, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Allison Hooker, everyone, yay! Yay! All right, keep those great comments rolling for your next comedian, Sabrina Miller! New jokes, God help me, it's time to bleh, get him out there. Where do I start? Um, hey, this Friday is my birthday. No, 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 no applause, please. I'm not going for cheap applause. I'm going to be 38. I cannot believe I'm going to be 38. Why, thank you. Why, thank you. And like, it's like, yeah, I don't feel that old. And I, I, I really, I really don't feel 38. And maybe I do, because I forgot the rest of the joke. I'm getting a little bit older. Hopefully it's not early adult onset Alzheimer's. No, 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 no. I'm just like ad-libbing here and... I forgot, yeah, I need to, okay, so I said I'm, I'm gonna be, yeah, I'm gonna be 38. Can't believe it, said that part. Um, but there's no denying it. I was born on March 31st, 1979 at 3.08 in the afternoon, Central Standard Time. That's important. So happy, happy birthday to me, cause my family's on the East Coast. Happy birthday to me. Or as my mom likes to refer to that day, Thank you, Jesus. It's finally fucking out of me. Praise God, day. That's how she puts it. But you know, 36 hours of labor, I think that kind of does that to a woman. And uh, I'm like, Mom, come on, don't blame me. It's not my fault, okay? I never was a morning person. Never. Some things are just hardwired before you're even born. You know, like being an introvert, being a cat person, uh, having an aptitude for comedy, and feeling this, feeling this, uh, this desperate need for external, oh, I'm screwing this up, feeling this desperate need for like external you know, validation. Oh wait, being a comedian, external validation. I think that's kind of redundant. Excuse me, allergies. I really need to take a Benadryl for God's sake. No, it's just I'm snorting, and it's just really annoying. Um, why don't I do another? Skip to the last joke here. This is awful. That's why I hate joke workshop. It's, it's the best part. I, I mean, I love joke workshop. I just hate getting it out for the first time. Um, it's always so awkward for me. Well, here's something fun. I uh, had one of Pam's tasty treats at the, um, what was it called? At the St. Patrick's Day show. And it started really kicking in towards the end of the show. And I think... Uh, was it Sean McKenzie went on last? And the only thing I remember about his set was, you know, something about his arm being in the T-Rex position so he could tell dick jokes to strangers. 
And so it's kicking in just in time for me to walk down the hill to Mission Street to catch the 49. So I'm headed towards 20th Street right before I can get to the bus stop. Uh, this middle-aged guy comes out of his apartment. He walks down the steps and he kind of hurries in front of me. Then he glances over his shoulder. And I'm like, that's kind of suspicious. What does he have to hide? And like, the more I study him, the more suspicious I get. I'm like, why is he wearing like a tan jacket and khaki slacks and brown shoes? And what's up with that walk? He's like really trying hard to be all like, you know, nonchalant and like casual. And I'm thinking like, okay, there's like no way he didn't just murder his girlfriend like 45 minutes ago. There's no fucking way. Because I know the difference between late evening casual and I just bludgeoned someone to death and, I, and I'm trying to, you know, not let anyone catch on casual. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I walk to the bus stop, you know, and I go to the bus shelter. And like, I think he's going to walk on by, but he stops like 15 feet away. And I'm like, holy shit, he knows. He just glanced over his shoulder again. He's totally going to murder me. And then like, Sabrina, it's okay. He's not going to murder you. And you're in, a, you're in a public place. You're okay. And then an Uber pulls up and he gets in. And I'm like, you see, Sabrina, you were just jumping to conclusions for, for no reason. He didn't kill anybody. He's just probably on his way to get some bleach and some two mil plastic and some other cleaning supplies just in case he decides in the future, you know, to kill a significant other. You know, you never know. So that's so much for assumptions. All right. That's it for me. That's all I got right now. Sabrina Miller, everyone. Comments. Um, so I wanted to ask, have, like, have you always had a baby face? Like, so, so you're 38 now, or you'll be 38. Have you always looked young? Yeah, it's not just the uh, it's not just the sunscreen. It's actually the hormones. And plus, I think I did this joke about a daily depression facial. You know, that's right to avoid those unsightly laugh lines and crow's feet, which is which is really true. Wait, I was, so the no, so the, <laughs> the daily. I've I've heard this before. So it's yeah. basically like you took uh, estrogen and it helps like thin haired soften your skin well yeah like that. that that helped but mainly it was like being really like reclusive and really depressed and not smiling because I was suffering from gender dysphoria for almost like uh, three well, decades I, uh, silver linings I definitely like throw that out as a suggestion and be like hey if you guys out there if you need to look a little younger estrogen you know and then like get them on it and like I don't know I thought that would be funny okay uh, just a quick note like you talked about day that your mom was screaming like sweet Jesus get out of me if you could just call like or is my March 31st 1979 or is my mom refers to it like broken vagina day or just something like broken vagina day something like it needs to be more concise I was gonna say more concise yeah and then you talk about you were born central time zone and then your family's out on the east coast so that was just like a weird little yeah I was up, so. oh I did, I did say that that's so right we were moved all over the place I don't know what it is but just make sure that those are consistent because you don't want people asking like any questions what was the point of the the, happy, the singing with my families on the East Coast? I don't know why I added that part. It was just for whatever reason I added it. It just wasn't planned. So I'll just no, no, no. I'm, I'm all about. I think the improv is where a lot of comedy comes from. That's great. I just wasn't. I was kind of confused with David about the time zones, but I wasn't. If, if there's not, a, I don't know if I'd bring either of those up if there's not a reason, like a punchline related to where yeah. they are, unless the idea is like they're far away. Therefore, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just. Um, I was just uh, born in Missouri. That's why. Anyway, yeah. No, that's okay. So you sort of ad-libbed a bit about uh, uh, being on Joke Workshop and you hate getting things out for the first time. And uh, I can't help but think of a dick joke there. And you hate 
getting it out for the first time so much that you've, you know. Do I have to fill in the blank? No, I, th- I think I can easily figure out one for that. So. Uh, on, on stage, you talked about having a sex change, right? Or did you? Did I? <laughs> Today, I don't. Not this time. Not this time, home. but like no, in general, not, right? Yeah, in the past, I have, yeah. So you were talking about your mom being in labor for 36 hours, and I thought you were going right. to uh, do just like a little bit more, because that seems interesting. Like, I don't think that's very like nor- normal, right? Like, not not many women go in labor oh, for that God. long. And I, I was thinking, I don't, I, like, oh, of course I wasn't ready, like my birthday suit wasn't ready or something. And like, I had to just come out with, with what I had, you know? <laughs> That's actually so, really uh, good. Yeah. But I, I forgot to include one part when I was talked about, when I talked about things that are hardwired, I meant to say, like being a stubborn Aries, who like refused to be a Pisces, you know? That was... What is that? No, it's like a, a stubborn Aries, like how I talked about like being... Um, not being a morning person. Maybe you have to explain that because I don't think everybody knows what the signs mean mm-hmm. like, or what, what their temperament is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, how old is Sabrina? Like the new you, I guess. I don't know. Is that... How old am I? Well, it depends on which well, part we're talking about. Like how, well, I'm not talking about... I'm not talking... Like when you started being called Sabrina, like... That was like... Um, I don't know. I thought that's where you That was like going. four years ago. Because that could be funny. Like, oh, I'm 38, but I'm only four. Sabrina's only four. I don't know. There's so, yeah, you can be like, there's some parts of my body that are 38 and some that are younger. If you're comfortable doing that. No, I can, I can do that. My, bo- my boobs are going to be in their 30s when I'm, my, my, my boobs are going to be in their 30s when I'm in my, um, my 70s. That's because then you can be like, I'm going to be so hot when I'm older. Like, I'm going to be a 70-year-old with the boobs of a 30-year-old or like, or with like my only 30-year-old tits or whatever. But unfortunately, right now they're eight, so. Yeah, so, so hands off. Hands little, off, yeah, exactly. Hands just off. a little butt of a nipple. That's really good, that's really good. It's such a unique perspective that there's a lot of jokes that you could like, there's a lot to mine there. But. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for all the suggestions. They're really good. That's a lot to think about. Yeah, I have a comment for Jeff Dean. You could flesh out your comments a little better. I think. <laughs> you could maybe, maybe explore some of the other angles. All right, everybody. All Sabrina right. Miller. Your next comedian is one half of Destiny's Mom. Put your hands together right now for David Roth. The magic in June. It's just Elvis Okay, is Joey Avery funny or do we all just want to fuck him? I just... Both. I want to lick his jokes. I want to lick his charisma. Uh, oh, I know you don't. He's a sweet guy. Uh, so yeah, my name is David Roth. Um, after a show, this like woman came up to me and she's like, David Roth? Are you named after David Lee Roth? The rock star from Van Halen? Like, uh, now I'm named after David Levi Roth, the Polish cabinet maker. Where are you going? I thought we were flirting. Um, <laughs> I had I was I had a sexual experience with a woman. Um, that was fun, but then later she complained. She's like, David, I want more danger in the bedroom. So I removed the batteries from her carbon monoxide detector. Oh, I'm bad. If this was Joey Avery, you guys would be on the floor right now. Uh, (laughs) Even just saying his name, it's already funnier. Fuck that guy. Uh, 
if you're like a stripper and you're not feeling 100%, you should just go home. <laughs> Jackson knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was I saw one in North Beach just I don't feel like I need a lot of backstory like my life is shitty I saw a stripper uh, and she's sort of just like rubbing up and down she's like hey there han- <laughs> hey there <laughs> what's your fan <laughs> like, I, I feel like I'm like the only guy that if I'm gonna go into a strip club and I'm gonna catch a virus like I don't want it to be the fucking cold you know <laughs> Like, I went back to my friends. I'm like, you got to watch out for Crystal. She is contagious. And everyone, like, fucking started high-fiving me like I hit the game winner. Like, that's not what I want. Like, I, like, I want, like, syphilis or something or HPV. Like, I want, the derm- I want like, the dermatologist to be, like, fist-bumping me. Um, fuck getting a cold. There's some comedy in there, Jeff Dean. Have you guys noticed on these, like, dating apps that um, the women that are showing the most cleavage also want, like, the longest-term committed relationships? It's this, they're all like bent over showing their boobs and it's just like, no hookups, no hookups, no one night stands, serious relationships only, serious only, marry me, marry me, this is forever. Just like, Jesus Christ, like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, look, if you're a woman with like giant boobs, can you just like let us like stumble upon them? Like, we're going to fucking notice like, if there was, like, a crime that happened in this room, I could, like, we know, dudes notice boobs. Like, I could do a fucking police sketch of everyone's fucking boobs in this room right now, even though that's creepy and it's, I've already met you all before. But if I go to a different room, I just feel like that was, that's a this fuck that. I'm just saying, though, like, that's like opening a book, the, opening the book Where's Waldo? And it's like, here's Waldo, here's Waldo. Can you find Waldo? He's right here. Fuck you, Pam. Uh, I'm just kidding. I love you, Pam. That's what happens when my sets are bombing. See, Sabrina, there's a fun way to bomb. Not, you, don't sad bomb. Happy bomb. Uh, I think there's like too many words for love. Fuck, I meant the opposite of that. God damn it, Pam. Fuck Joey Avery for having his joke workshop <laughs> jokes together. There's not enough words for love. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, you know, like the same way that you feel about tiramisu, like how you also feel about your dad, which is weird because I actually, I really enjoy spending time with tiramisu. Um, But I recently, I'm from Michigan, so like I've always thought that like Olive Garden was a special occasion restaurant and I didn't know otherwise and I took a girl there and I was just like, Ashley, you know what? I just wanted to tell you that I love you and she just didn't respond. There was like no verbal response and then like a moment later, she just like ate part of the appetizer. She's like, oh my God, I love these breadsticks. Like, awesome. Like, what does the breadsticks have that I don't? I guess she was looking at, like, the nine-inch breadstick and then my five-inch breadstick, and I couldn't really compare. All right, this was a really successful set. Thank you, Pamela. Yay, David Roth. Yay. I also enjoy tiramisu. (laughs) They don't have that at Olive Garden, do they? It's not fancy enough. Um, There's no tiramisu at at Olive Garden. There might be, actually. And I, it is a toss-up. I think I, I don't know if I like my dad or Tiram if I love my dad or Tiramisu more. I don't. I, mean, I don't. It's a, it's a, it's a tough one. I agree with you there. Uh, you you say Tiramisu strangely. Yeah. Okay. Tiramisu. Yeah. If, I was more distracted by that than by the joke. Okay. Uh, for I think the 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 boobs joke is really good. I don't know if you, there's any other 
like act out like a p common positions you see when the women want to show off their tits because yeah. like you made it very clear they do like the yeah, that one like and more. then and then do another one because otherwise right, it, too much. you're, you're too just much. hunched over a lot and it kind of yeah. makes it hard like awkward to watch you it makes it look like you're jacking off because you're hunched over That's so it gets a little confusing because uh, of your hand placement uh, also porn star and uh, modern day feminist annie sprinkle uses her boobs as a hat on people she takes pictures with they rest her boobs on their head, so that's also very popular. Wow. Wearing boobs as a hat. So did, fun. did you did the Waldo thing? Now it didn't seem didn't seem like that worked at all. Like the Waldo. I thought part. it did. No, I I liked that. I brought that I up until I liked. Um, maybe do like do the intro it and then do the Waldo thing and then get out of the position. I just thought you were hunched over for too long, so either change up positions or only stay in it for a part of that description. Okay. I think all of your jokes could be improved by just looking and acting like Joey Avery. Mm. Yeah, I agree. That's really just the same joke. That was a bad joke, Jen. Um, I think you just be. I think you could just be a lot quicker with the. You could just be like, I went to a strip club and got a disease. It was the common cold, maybe. I don't know. Um, I, I thought it was interesting. You said you could do a sketch of everyone's uh, breasts, but what? Do you, how do you know what their nipples look like? Because those are different. I don't know. Uh, also, with the breath, I think it, I think you could ask it this girl. It gets cold, like, Jeff. It gets cold. He can see the outlines of nipples I, when it's cold. I think it'd be funny if I the girl it. just said, oh, I love these breadsticks. And you're like, what do you like about them? Is it the girth? Is it the length? I don't yeah, know. Right. Yeah, more subtext. Yeah, I was going to say, I think common cold is better than cold. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I liked how you brought the fire tonight. You were really bringing the right energy. And uh, I've seen those boob photos where they put the boobs all the way over the head so they've got these like amazing googly eyes. Look. Was that not? Okay. Um, I liked uh, when you said, yeah, I actually agree. I was going to say the same note. Common cold is funnier than cold. But I think rhinovirus might be funnier than common cold. So it was like I went to a strip club and I got the rhinovirus. And just if they're stupid enough to not know, let them figure it out. I don't know. Um, and then this is not necessarily like a total comment on your set, but when you said like I could uh, draw everyone's boobs in here, there's a <laughs> there's a movie called Cashback, and uh, you should just watch the trailer for it because basically this guy can freeze time and he just uses it to draw boobs all day, and then uh, it's a really good movie actually. Uh, so it just made me think about your set. I'm like, man, I could freeze this whole whole room and just draw everybody's penises and boobs and butts. No, I don't know. So for the big boobs on uh, Tinder, you're basically just saying that you don't understand why women with really big boobs that are showing it off, like why yeah. they want something showing. Okay, so um, I was just thinking maybe you can connect it somehow to man spreading. And so the women on Tinder are saying like, oh, I just want something serious, right? With their big boobs or whatever. Yeah. And maybe if someone's serious. commenting when you're man spreading, you're like, well, I'm just looking for something very serious right now. Like, you know, obviously. Yeah. Because otherwise, it, it to me, it, as a big titted woman, like it made me feel no, <laughs> no. It, I was listening to it. And I liked the joke, but so like something in me, I was like, that's mm, that would kind of offend people. It almost sounded more offensive. Right, 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 right. Yeah, just okay. just just uh, saying okay. that like women are showing their boobs are like, oh well, you're kind of saying like, oh, you're asking it's like you're for it. It's like you think it's like. I don't know if I can call it, but like if you're dressing, isn't it, it seems like there's something at odds if you're dressing slutty but you want something serious. 
Like I need to find the exact. Yeah, but I, yeah. Because right now it's still sounding. Uh, it's still sure. sounding like you're like, oh well, you're showing it. Then why don't you want it? And like, I, I don't know. Maybe there. Not that I, there's gonna be like a backlash, but maybe yeah, there's yeah. something in in the back of people's minds that are like, right, oh, that's, that's like slut shaming. But maybe if you like mention man spreading and you like okay. do it on the bus and you're like, oh, I'm just looking for something serious. I was just hoping that this would work. Yeah. Then maybe like you're kind of bringing it on yourself a little bit rather than just. Okay. Do you guys think there's like a natural thing about showing cleavage? Does that, does it seem like that's like a one night stand kind of thing or no, I don't not think so. at all? I think okay, women so. just like some women are just right. like, I just like my body. Okay. I think what you're yeah. saying about like the, right. the punchline is basically they're saying like, I'm looking for something serious and they're doing all this like slutty stuff. And then so. It's not- it, it could be something along the lines of, so I'm looking for a long-term relationship now. And that's, that's the punchline. See, I, I agree with what the lady's saying. I don't have titties. So what we're basically saying is if I can't shove them together, then I'm not sexy. Well, no, I, women can find offense to it in so many different ways. Like when your right, body's right. being objectified or not objectified. Maybe, like I'll never be slutty because I have small titties. And that's sad. Maybe, maybe the, I'd like to be slutty. Well, maybe the joke is just instead of the beginning, it's just the Where's Waldo thing. Like guys are going to, if you have giant boobs, guys are going to discover them and then just do the Where's Waldo thing. Because it's just like an arrow to something that doesn't need it. Maybe I don't yeah, know, yeah. but that could also be offensive too. Or maybe, know. or maybe like she just used the word. What did you just say? Um, fuck. Maybe, but maybe just being clear that you're talking about women like really bringing the attention on to themselves. They're objectifying themselves. Right. right so right. instead of just saying like it's the women with the biggest tits, because you did it better the first time I saw you do this. You explained that it's not about how big their tits are, it's about like how much they're trying to, to show them. Yeah. So like the women who objectify themselves the most are right, looking right. for the most like longest relationship. Uh, yeah. And then when it the, when you're connecting it to the Where's Waldo thing, I'm telling you back the way you did it the first time. The first time you were like, um, put it get a faithful of this commitment. And then later when you're like, Where's where's Waldo? Where you cause you you really put that like you put it in our heads that you were like getting your face all a face right. full of it like that uh, right, worked right. better. Okay. One and, thing yeah. uh, before you when you were talking when you first started you're talking about uh, give a hundred percent and then you get into the coffin gag right give the percent of what what she's about to give you know instead I got you know ten percent or whatever and then <laughs> you know and then go into that that's it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, in the in the the very beginning, their act out joke when she you're like wait where are you going I thought we were flirting, maybe a little more of an act out on that. Okay. Uh, j- like like wait where are you going? Cause yeah that's right. a funny joke, but like it takes maybe a minute for us to get that you're actually having a conversation with her. Right. And then um, I noticed too that you pronounce tiramisu funny, <laughs> and so that I it's, I'm not I'd the only one that's like getting distracted by yeah. that. Am I the only? I, I, I just like your tiramisu. How are you supposed to say it? I, I mean, I say tiramisu, tiramisu instead of tiramisu. Tiramisu. I say tiramisu, which tiramisu. is the but, but like, but like, there's something funnier, anyways. Like key lime pie, it seems like kind of dumber, or like you know some dumb dessert that you like, and then. When you make that joke about like, but I really love spending time with tiramisu, or with key lime pie, let's say like, and I really, I really like the sourness involved in the pie, or something that like compares also the other way to uh, your dad. Okay. Yeah. Maybe? The only cool. thing I was gonna say is that you talk about getting a virus and then you say the cold, and the cold's not a virus. Right. Isn't it? You tell like the flu or something. Is it not? No, it is a virus. Is it? Yeah, cold's a virus. It's, it's an, an STD. It's a never mutating virus, which is why it can't be cured. Oh, then never mind. I got to start. <laughs> it's an STD, guys. 
cool. All right, thank you guys. David Roth. Yay. Your next comedian's gonna roll on up to the stage. Everybody clap your hands for Jackson McBrayer. jokes so uh i was watching some porn and there's a there's a position in porn called the eiffel tower which is where uh two men are having sex with one woman she's giving one of them head and the other one is fucking her and i was trying to think of the the inverse of this where a girl is sitting on my on someone's face and uh and then another woman is having sex with you and this doesn't have a term, so I was trying to think of a label for it. I, I went with bridge, with bridge to Paradise. It's like, nice. Uh, you can still high five. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I've never stolen anyone's girlfriend. This is something I feel like I should bring up because apparently uh, some people have been, I don't know, mad at me lately. Uh, but I've never stolen anyone's girlfriend because they don't fucking belong to you. Like, she's not an object to be owned or a prize to be won, a trophy. Like, your girlfriend chose to go home with me. I didn't steal her. Fuck off. Uh, I'm afraid of, I'm not afraid of failure. I'm afraid of success, which is why I always, I always ask out beautiful women. Uh, but now they've started to say yes, and so I don't know what to do with my dating life. Like, who do I ask out now? Uh, this is... It's weirdly braggy, but comedy is all in the unexpected. And if I told you my life sucked, you'd be like, yeah, no, we, we expected that. But like, if my life is better than yours, all of a sudden that's funny. It's, like it, it's impossible for me to punch down at myself, which is just awkward. I'm like, I'm punching up at myself? Oh, here's the thing. So I googled disability and sexuality in college, and a documentary I was in popped up. And I was like, who the fuck do I have to look up to? Like, if the caricature of me that I play on stage is my best representation, what the fuck do you want from me? Like, I guess I have to continue talking about my dick because I'm the best representation I have to look up to? This is weirdly fucking meta. Uh, life is very long. All the people who say life is short are full of shit. Uh, what they're trying to say is life is fucking long, but the good part is short. So, like, get out and do some shit with your life because you only have a finite amount of time to actually get shit done. Uh, time makes cripples of us all, and I just had a fucking head start. Uh, tiramisu literally translates to rise me up, which makes it the best way to ask for a blowjob ever. Uh, yeah, all right, so it's all fucking, yeah, Jackson doing another three minutes of sex jokes, and, uh, uh, fuck me. I have other things to talk about, I really do, but, you know, this is the crowd pleaser. My dick is a crowd pleaser. This is what I've learned. Anyway, I'm Jackson McBrayer. Thank you. Jackson McBrayer. Comments. I think that joke that you have about how people get surprised when your life is better than theirs is, like, brilliant. Uh, one of the favorite part. And the idea that you don't steal women because they don't belong to you. Uh, I like to, when you said, like, 
life is crippling. I just had a head start. Love her Very good. Um, I also liked, it's like, uh, yeah, they call that the Eiffel Tower. Um, I can't remember what you compared it to, but that's just... No, I made it up. Like, but I feel so like that's a good like, for, for that, I think you could you could go with classic architectural things like Arc de Triomphe, yeah. or uh, yeah. the Statue of David, or Trump Tower, or <laughs> <laughs> start to go with these really fucked up things like I don't know, pink flamingos on my front lawn. Yeah, you could maybe make it local and call it the Western Expanse of the Bay Bridge or something like that. Like. I thought the. Yeah. I was thinking the Louvre because it fucking goes down while the Eiffel goes up. You know, it's inverse and up to. So, you know, it both makes sense. All right, all right. And it's French. Hey, yeah. I liked, uh, I really liked the stole someone's girlfriend joke. Just make those, those things have to hit in the right um, cadence. Like, I've never stolen anyone's girlfriend because they don't belong to anyone. I fucked someone's girlfriend. Just make sure, like. Those, it's just the way that, like, as natural new jokes are, like, you just need to make sure, like, hit, 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 and then it'll, like, get a huge laugh. Oh, that was great. And I really like this Life is Long. Uh, I thought that was a really cool premise. I'm just trying to think, like, I don't know if it has the yours perspective, like, it's, it's extra long when you're, like, sitting down or something like that. Or I just, I, re- I really liked it, but it was, like, the, they're just, I was just ready for more insight and jokes, but I think it's really, it's really cool where it's starting, but I just, like, you know when we're just, doing a bunch of new shit like that's something I'm like yeah man that's a really cool thought and I want to hear a lot more about why you think that is so it's I don't have a ton of notes just besides like I love that idea and like blow it out okay thank you thanks guys thanks. yay Jackson McBrayer you're an ex-comedian I never realized that you had big titties till you talked about him today ah! I've never objectified you like that I just didn't even think about it ah! but <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, hey, everybody. She's a funny lady. Uh, and uh, she's really, I mean, she is really, really pretty, but we don't want to just always say that because it's a true thing, but it has nothing to do with her wit and cleverness and her joke writing skills. Everybody, it's Florentina Tanase. Thanks, Pam. Yeah, they are big, like most people miss it, but they're there. Um, they are there. Um, I really think Americans love dogs more than women. Um, they do, like, just the sheer fact that that dogs, like, have an easier access to birth control than I do. Like, their little fucking paws, their paws can't even open the packet, you know what I mean? Like, their owner feeds them the birth control, like... I kind of wish, like, my owner would just feed me my birth control, you know? Uh, and I'm at um, at this weird, whatever, con- I don't know. I, I just f- want to f- be more like a bitch now, you know what I mean? And I'm uh, really cross with myself about it. Um, so I, uh, I signed up for this app called 23andMe, and... Um, it tells you about your heritage and your, your diseases, right? But like, who doesn't know what kind of diseases they have? Like, we've all had that one ex call us up, like, you gave me a disease! You know, and I'm like, oh my God, I did? Which one? Like, I was about to pay $100 to find out. Tell me, please, you know? Um, but I signed up 
because I wanted to find out if I could say the N-word or not. And I mean, it turns out I can't because my parents are not from the South. They're from Europe, and we know there are no racists there. They fled after the war, okay? That's, that's for the history buffs. Like, why are there so many white people in Brazil? You know what I mean? Like, okay, blonde. Google it, okay. <laughs> um, I really, really, really love love songs. Do you guys love love songs? During sex, I love love songs during sex. I love especially listening to um, Cher. I love like putting it on and just being like, what am I supposed to do? Sit around and wait for you. Like really like just to get the guy going. Um, but I love the love songs during sex because it drowns out the guy telling me, you like it, baby? You like it? You really like it? It's like, oh my God, am I gonna have to sign a survey monkey to fuck you? Like, do I need a password to hang out with you? Just tell me, like, five for really satisfied, one for it was okay till he started crying. Like, tell me. Of course we don't like it. You know what I mean? Like, do you even pay attention to the surveys you get back is, is what I really want to ask. And even even the, the women in the rap songs, you know, they don't like it. The guy's like, yeah, you like it? And they're like, ew, you nasty boo. And like, they really mean it. Like, I'm concerned for those women. Like, even the, the really hardcore ones, you know, like the ones who shave off their eyebrows only to pencil it right back in, you know what I mean? And they're hella, they look really pissed like someone just shaved off their eyebrows. <laughs> Even they're like, mm, you could have fucked me like I fuck my eyebrows. You know, like, just, all right, I love women, right? That, was that mean? No. I work, I work at a hospital. That's right. I'm in charge of people's lives. It's amazing. And it's funny because, like, moms will tell their kids, usually, like, don't talk to strangers. But then at a hospital, they're like, sure, go into that really dark room with that disheveled-looking woman who probably still has her pajamas on. Like, go for it. Um, uh, I like I like working at a hospital, and people ask me, like, oh, is it the same as the, the show Grey's Anatomy? And I'm like, of course it's not. Like, in order for Grey's Anatomy to be even remotely similar to a hospital, they'd have to hire... One Filipino actor, like I don't know, just have him making lumpias in the corner somewhere. Like it doesn't matter. Just have no one will notice. You know what I mean? Okay, thanks. I'm Florentina. Florentina, yeah, you added the lumpia thing in. I yeah, did. I did. love it. What's up, girl? What's up? Got lols all night. Uh, I like this. I like the survey thing. Maybe you can do something about like. It was like the Trump media survey. It was like already very skewed. It's like, do you like it? Do you really like it? Do you love it? <laughs> oh yeah. Because you know how yeah. like that media yeah. thing was like. There was yeah. no options for dissent. Okay. Um, there's something. I don't know if this is helpful, but I feel like people in comedy would never believe that you work at a hospital, and people at a hospital would never believe you do comedy. <laughs> so that okay. could be something to play with there. Okay. Um, dogs more than women is a really funny thing. I didn't. I didn't actually. I, I didn't actually get why dogs have more access to birth control. Like, I needed that spelled out for me. Is it because okay. like the actual pill bottle itself, like being low on the shelf? I just oh, because like there's never been an, an like, 
just yeah, there's never been a court, like, dogs can get birth control, like, their owner just has to get it, whereas women, like, you know, it, dogs, oh. dogs, for their own, not, not like female birth, not like human birth control, there's a special, no, yeah, control. there's like a dog birth control, uh, okay, so pill. I mean, not that, oh, should I, like, I didn't get that okay. that was a thing, okay, was, I didn't, I had no idea that there was pet birth control, so I think I knew that's called, do you think, like, if I, even, I said the joke, but then, like, explain, like, yeah, there's really birth control for dogs, then, I think so, yeah, okay. see, I didn't or know before for the joke, even. Yeah, then you can, you can fill it in it comes in these cute packages, which they can't even get open with their paws. So okay. Okay, cool. I also thought it was interesting word choice when you go, like, if my owner gives me my birth control, it's like, wait, oh, are yeah. you in some weird, like, are you in, like, a, a dom-sub relationship? Like, just, yeah. Yeah. So, there's... I am not. That is the joke. <laughs> I also thought that was funny. I like, am the owner. I was gonna comment on that. Like, yeah, my I want my owner to give me my pills. Like, and here's my collar. You show your finger or something. Your, your ring finger. Okay. See what uh, I can work in there. <laughs> Florentina Tanase, right. everyone! Yeah. Moving right along. He's been given lots of great comments today. Clap your hands wildly for Brady Hold. Yeah, that's me. Hey, guys. Pretty hold. Uh, I saw this uh, baby the other day, and a woman was talking gibberish to it. And, uh, you know, she was just like, I'm like, hey, lady, you should not be speaking gibberish to that baby. You're going to scar it for life. She's like, you're an idiot. This baby is bilingual. And I had had enough of that. So I said, sayonara, suckers. All right. Uh, you guys uh, you guys work out? You, uh, you get, you know, fats and stuff? There's good fats. There's bad fats. There's saturated fats. There's monounsaturated fats. There's brown adipose fats. There's stubborn fats. That's where your love handles are. Um, that's just a list of fats. Okay, cool. Now, uh, <laughs> trying these things. You guys... Do any meditate? Anyone? Anyone meditates? Yeah, I, I like to meditate. I can tell you're spiritual. Your aura is coming off you right now. I f- feel it. I like to meditate, but when I do, I like to sit peacefully, you know, and focus on my breath. And as my thoughts arise, I like to acknowledge them. And it goes, it goes a little bit like this, like a... right we are coming at you today inside your own brain have you ever wanted to search inside yourself well get ready for these results because you are about to get loaded with some inner peace divinity and peacefulness coming at you at 93,000 miles an hour as we zoom around at the third rock from the sun one au away from it and that's at a quantitative distance but <laughs> looks like we've got our first thought coming in go ahead thought take it away beep, 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 beep. Hi, just wanted to ask on that turkey club we had yesterday, was that dilly mustard or regular mustard we had? Because it's Yellow Shirt Wednesday and I can't decide what to have. And all right, looks like to answer this question, we're going to have to do a deep dive into the archives. Deep dive. All right, long-term memory. Have you got an answer for us? Long-term memory here, bro. Uh, Sorry, I've been staring the last eight years, so... um. (laughs) 
Horseradish. Okay, that's going to have to be an acceptable answer here on 93.7. The Oh, oh looks like we've got another thought popping up today. Go ahead, thought. Take it away. Beep, 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 beep. Hi, long-time subconscious dweller, first-time thought. Just wanted to ask, could we be gay? Okay, we are acknowledging all thoughts here on 94.7 The Home. We are not zooming along. Neither. Breathe, breathe, breathe. <laughs> and, uh, and we acknowledge all thoughts here on 94.7 The Home. Because I hear meditation really helps you figure out who you are. All right, thank you. Brady Old, everyone. Brady Old. Committing to a bit. So. Ben Lupinetti. That first thought was about deli mustards. Yeah. And that second thought was about horseradish. And those are like similar condiments. I think you should have different thoughts. Well, that's because the idea is that he was diving into his memory, but the memory is so fucked up, all it can say is horseradish. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I dig it, though. Um, I'll play around with it. What? I really like the bit. Oh, okay. It's a fucking hard bit. I can't imagine. I have shitty lungs, so even fucking doing that for about two seconds is bananas. So, I don't know. I just want to say I like the damn bit. It's hard as fuck to do. <laughs> so, cool. Should I drop the Japanese baby bit? or? No, it's a funny joke. Okay. So try a new tag on it. Cool. All right. Everybody ready? Moving right along, your next comedian. Oof, wow, so much feedback. What is going on? Oof. There, there, fix it. <coughs> your next comedian, causing feedback all over the universe. Everybody, clap wildly for George Davis. And the boys are home again. Oh, you guys might know I'm a big fan of podcasts and stuff, and I was listening to one the other day, and... Um, because I've been in this superhero kick, you know? I've been, like, thinking about, like, comic books and shit. And uh, Wonder Woman, uh, big fan, the, the island is called, like, Amazon, because that's where all the women live, right? And they, uh, they call themselves, like, Amazons. And the host of the show, um, one of the hosts is, like, a, I guess he's a, well, she is a transgender person. And he was, like, well, she was, like, in my dreams, I really want to go to, like, Amazon. I wonder if they'd have me. I was like, no, th they won't, right? I hate to tell you, because, like, if you're going, I'm coming, dog, because he's not under transition. He's just, he, he was, what do, you, what do you call it? He, he, he feels like a woman, <laughs> you know? Like, I've always felt like I've been a woman, you know, like, I, I don't even know the exact term. That's why I'm doing it at a joke workshop. Um, so, anyway, 
So I was like, they're not going to have you. Because if, if you're going, guy, I'm going too, fella. And I'm like, because I would basically do this. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> all right, all right. If he, all right, he's in? Okay, cool. Hey, my whole life, I th I'm, I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I'm, check me out. Hey, hey, hey. I'm a lesbo, right? Usually I like fucking dicks, but, you know, hey. I, for this, you know, I'll, I'll make the adjustment. And you know what? I figured Wonder Woman would get me with her little lasso, and it would be a last nope. So, anyway, let's see. Makeup. I figured out, I think I figured out why I would wear, why, why, if I was a woman, I know why I would wear makeup, because guys are dicks. And I would spend, I would find any little slotted amount of time I could ever find just to stand out and uh, get the fuck away from guys. So, like, I would take me, like, if I was a chick, it would take me, like, an hour and a half to do makeup every fucking day just to get the fuck away from dudes. You ready yet? I'd been done fucking 20 minutes ago. No, no, I'm, I'm, I swear to God, I'm, I'm still working on it. I'm still working on it. All right, let's see. What else we got? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a weird one. I was thinking of, like, when people deny global warming, and people try to convince them. And I try to convince people that that's not a thing. You can't convince somebody that a thing is not a thing. It's like, if you know any, the, the left-wing version or the other version is like, if you know anybody who believes in Bigfoot, and you're like, hey, guy, there's no fucking Bigfoot. And they're like, yes, there is a Bigfoot, but there's not a Bigfoot. And it's, just, it's an impossible task you're asking these people to fucking do. It's like asking somebody, like, um, are there UFOs? <laughs> you know and you're like well I don't think there's UFOs but they're like no there's UFOs and you're like I oh I there's no argument it's the exact same thing as a fucking Trump supporter there's no argument to it Ghostbusters 2 I don't understand why fucking Janine my childhood crush goes out with the fucking dog guy why would you go out with the dog guy the whole first movie you're trying to give with Egon but in the second movie, you want to go out with the dog guy. Maybe he's a great shag. All right. Good night, folks. George Davis, everyone. I need no claps. This is all, but no. Premise, premise, premise. I know. Premise? Yeah. What about, what about premise? I, I was saying, I didn't tell any real jokes. All I did was premise, 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 except for oh, my yeah. last little joke. Well, okay, so the first thing the uh, transgender uh, lady uh, wants to go to Amazon. Um, I uh, trust that you don't have any, like, malice behind it or no. intent or anything, but basically what you're saying is what everyone who's got some negative shit to say about transgender people who I like a lot less than you have to say yeah, I about guess. the matter and uh, I, I think steer clear do, I think you do I think you can do better than that I think uh, I get it okay um, the second thing there was about uh, makeup uh, taking too long to do makeup no no I said that's what I would do you would I would take forever to do makeup because I don't. I, I understand that guys are assholes, so I would spend as much time away from guys as I could, doing like like yeah. I said, like doing my makeup. Okay, that's yeah. all I was. There saying. might be something there. Uh, maybe just like slow it down a little bit and okay. uh, yeah, just find the like you, uh, concise that? way of saying. It. There you go. Um, and uh, sorry, I'm forgetting what else. There oh, was. I remember. It's right here. I, I wrote them down today. Oh, Ghostbusters too. Oh no, Bigfoot and global warming. 
Oh yeah. Um, I I didn't I didn't quite get the connection you were trying to make there. Okay. Well, um, like when people say there's no global warming, and you try to explain to them, oh, there's science and all this stuff. It's the same thing to me as someone saying, like, well, I believe in Bigfoot. And you're like, well, there's no such thing. There's science and stuff. Mm -hmm. But you can't seem to convince the Bigfoot believers just as you can't convince the global warming believers. Cool. So there's, like, this impossible gap. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I guess just like the other one. Just it's hard as shit to find a joke in there. That's why I'm at yeah, Joke Workshop. Yeah, just keep working on it. What's up, George? All right. There you go. Yeah, I just got to keep working it. It works if you work it. Hey, George Davis, yay! I hope we have time for our last... I think that, actually, if we... Um, it, I can... We can't have time for comments, but you guys can just do sets. All right. Hey, everybody, clap wildly for Matthew Quirk! Yeah, who needs comments at Joke Workshop, right? No bad sets at Joke Workshop. Who needs comments? So, uh, you know, you guys were talking earlier about those vanity-sized jeans. Uh, I recently found a place that sells vanity-sized condoms. Yeah, I'm stocking up. I mean, I know it's a small, but it says XL on the package. I'm cool with it. Yeah, another guy earlier was talking about whether they got spanked growing up. Who here got spanked growing up? I grew up in the 70s, man. I got spanked growing up, and that's why I'm into rough trade now. Because they told me they loved me. It was good for me. It's for my own good. I'm into it. Uh, so anyway, let's talk about some of the political shit I wanted to mention. First of all, I hate tiramisu. I'm taking a fucking stand on that. Someone equated it to blowjobs. Maybe it's the fucking ass end of the blowjob. Because man, tiramisu, what is that shit? It's the worst fucking dessert ever. It's expensive fucking, you sucked, suckered into believing it was cake. Anyway, I'll get off that topic. So uh, I think you guys have been all too hard on Trump lately. I really do. I think everyone's been way too hard on Trump. I mean, uh, he promised to get us really good health care immediately when he became president. And guys, it came true. We have had really good health care ever since he has become president. We still have very good health care Thanks to his president. Everyone's all fucking shitty about him golfing all the time. Imagine if he was trying to force this deal through instead of on the golf course, right? That would have fucked us all. We should be thankful that he's out golfing and letting government do what government does. You guys have just been too harsh on his ass. And, you know, he was like living in regret that we'd be calling it Trump care, you know? And I personally, I was calling it Trump don't care, right? Because I'm witty with words like that. But he was worried that they were going to call it Trump Care. He didn't want it to be called Trump Care. Like he wanted to be the, the, the ACA to be called Trump Care. And now, thanks to his brilliance, we never will, right? It's going to be Obamacare for the rest of time. Just another genius fucking stroke off a... Off of Trump, man. You guys are just, you guys just do not. I mean, for a, you guys are all a bunch of fucking slackers, right? Every one of you? Maybe, maybe, yeah, see? Yeah, yes and from the audience. You guys should be more in awe of how his slacking is like moving the world. It's like, he's like the Buddha or something. I see them reaching for the horn. Uh, let's see, what other political m malarkey that I want to get into here? Shit, I'm running out of thoughts. All right, so I'll just talk about Kellyanne, Kellyanne Conway, right? You guys have probably heard this a million times, but I'm going to say it again anyway. When I hear a name like Kellyanne Conway, 
That's a meth name. That is a methamphetamine name for a methamphetamine girl. That's what the fuck's going on there. Yeah, she's been saying how Trump's been getting spied on by microwaves from the Obama administration, right? But not like some high-tech ray gun 007 style, like the actual box in your kitchen. I told you she was on meth, right? Haven't we all heard some guy say that exact same thing to a parking meter right here in the mission, right? Isn't that our great equalizer? All right, that's my minute. Matthew Quirk, everyone. Spied on by microwaves. I believe it. My cat has a microwave. Uh, Your next comedian has a beard. Ian Levy. That is factually accurate. So, (laughs) um... I'll just talk a little bit about uh, something that happened to me recently. Um, so I've been kind of cataloging my my who I am as a person uh, in regards to my ethnicity recently. I've been trying to figure that out as because oftentimes uh, I don't know if I'm Jewish or not. Basically, that's that's the point, right? I don't know if I'm Jewish because uh, I'm not religious at all, uh, and my dad's Jewish, but my mom is not, which like essentially means that. Uh, Jewish, a lot of Jewish people don't consider me Jewish, uh, but everyone who's not Jewish thinks I'm Jewish <laughs> just because of my, my face and my last name and stuff of Levy. And it's weird trying to figure out those boundaries. And I, I had this weird conflicting thing happen to me. I was at a party the other day, right? I was at a party um, and I was a little, it was a pretty fun party. I was a little inebriate. There was jello shots. I had, I had like one or two or 12 jello shots. And so I was feeling pretty good. Um, and we were playing, uh, music. We were playing, um, DMX, like super loud and all say like, I'm going to lose my, open here that, you know? Yeah. It was, you know, it was the classic thing you do at a party. And this guy, um, this, this guy, uh, came in who was one of, apparently we later found out he was a guy who lived upstairs and he came into the party and in his defense, the door was unlocked, but he had just come in and he said, guys, it's 1am and he was very, you know, he, he was very kind of rude about it, but he said, guys, it's 1am. You have to get out. Like you have to party's over. And, and in his defense, we were, you know, he could have handled the situation better. We could have also definitely handled the situation better. Uh, and there was a woman there, uh, who is Jewish, who started yelling at him that he's a Nazi. She said, you're a Nazi. You're a Na-. And I, sh- I forgot to mention, the guy uh, had a German accent. So I think he was actually from Germany. And this woman's yelling, you're a Nazi, you're a Nazi. And it, makes it, it, was, it was a themed party, and it, it makes it more ridiculous that she was actually wearing um, an outfit that was covered in menorahs. <laughs> I forgot, yeah. So, so I mean, her yell, you're a Nazi, you're a Nazi. Um, and then finally the guy just, he just, he just left. Right. Uh, and we turned the music back on cause we're assholes, I guess. But I went up to her cause I felt, even though I was like drunk and really fucked up, it morally, it felt wrong what had happened. So I went up to her and tried to explain, you know, cause I said, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a history buff, right. But I'm pretty sure what the Nazis did uh, was worse than ask people to turn down their Spotify playlist. Like, I'm pretty sure it it 
kind of belittles, you know, the actual, it kind of dilutes the actual history, doesn't it? Just to use the, just call everyone a Nazi. And so I tried to explain this to her. I, I said, uh, you know, you can't, just, you can't just call people a Nazi. And then she said to me, uh, Ian, what, do you, what the fuck do you know? You're not even Jewish, right? She said, because she knows me and she knows uh, my mom's not Jewish. And in my defense, I would say uh, this person, uh, her mother is also not the Jewish one in her family. So I don't know, I don't know why that makes a great argument. But even even all of that aside, if we are both, so we're both equally Jewish, like it's still wrong to, even if I wasn't Jewish at all, it would still be wrong to just throw out, call someone a Nazi. I don't know if that's just like Jewish people's like N-word where they can just, where you could just accuse anyone of being a Nazi, but no one else can do it or however it's, it seems. I mean, that's that's Israel's defense. Political, okay, I shouldn't, shouldn't say that on the record. I think that's my time, guys, but that's what I'm working out. Thanks for listening. Jewish N-word! Yay! Ian Levy, Nazis. I just, it's very funny. German, you gotta practice your German accent. Your last comedian of the night, uh, not not Jewish nor German. Uh, I don't even know where he hails from. He hails from the land of cool. Everybody clap your hands wildly for Ben Lupinetti! Wedding bells will ring Iowa. I hail from the land of Iowa. That lady seems to think that you have to be Jewish to identify somebody as a Nazi. Incorrect, lady. Like, it's like she's never seen an Indiana Jones movie. It's like, I'm pretty sure that guy wasn't Jewish and he could spot him from a mile away and hit him and whip them. I was feeling uh, depressed the other day because I have three jobs now. I need three jobs to make it in this city. And uh, I just started getting really frustrated and down on myself because I've been here for five years and I feel like I'm just, I'm never gonna be a success at this rate. But then I took a deep breath and I tried to get a little perspective on the matter and I said to myself, you know what, you know what? Fuck, I am a success. I have three jobs. That's fucking amazing. I had to find three jobs. I had to get three jobs. I had to learn three addresses. I had to learn three bosses' names. I had to pass three drug tests. I'm fucking killing it, man. I have three jobs. Three jobs for Ben. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I took a picture of my set list. <laughs> Turning into my grandmother. Um, fucking. Uh, SF is really changing, you know? Boy, this town is changing. It's changed a lot, and it's changing. It's changing. I, uh, I can't help getting a little bit frustrated when I hear people who've lived here for a long time, maybe their entire lives, talking about how San Francisco is changing because uh, I understand that, you know, the, 
maybe some neighborhoods are sort of losing their identity and people are being forced out of their homes and it's very tragic and sad, but it's not like it hasn't always been changing. People uh, bemoan the loss of the uh, uh, Latin identity of the mission. Uh, the mission used to be Irish. <laughs> Just putting that out there. I mean, nobody misses them, apparently, because they're just Irish. Um, you know who really thinks things have changed is the Olone people. The Olone tribe that used to inhabit this area that wonders where the fuck all this shit came from because it wasn't here when they were last checking. The Olone people would be like, hey, there used to be a river here. Have you seen it? Things have changed in San Francisco. I constantly worry about looking crazy or threatening uh, when I'm walking with people on the street, especially when I'm, I happen to just be going down the same uh, dark sidewalk under a bridge toward the BART station as like a, a petite young woman who's just like constantly throwing looks over her shoulder like, and like I get it because like I kind of look like bad news in a certain light, but uh, I've been trying to figure out like different strategies for how I can like make you know that I'm not a mugger, like just pull out my iPhone and book, be like, look, I'm prosperous already, so I don't have to. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Ben Lupinetti closing us out here on the Joke Workshop here in Mutiny Radio, which happens every Monday from 6 to 8 p.m. here on Mutiny Radio. Uh, download those podcasts later to listen to everything. We have five open mics a week now here at the station. Coming up next is FTW Forever Two Wheels. Uh, you guys can listen to me again on Wednesdays from noon to 2 with the AltaCast, the alternative socialist news show that I run and then also at 2 o'clock there's some call me Tim this week's special guest is Zach he's a really cool guy uh, thanks again for being here uh, this Friday is actually the on Pamtastics it's Jonathan's birthday so it's the roast of Jonathan Moore it's going to be a really fun party we're going to have cake and uh, we'll see you guys next time yay Alex Ed can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives. To smoke it. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non addictive, pharmaceutical free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com. This is Tussle Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station that rule the nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! 
Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRatio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now, 
to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. The second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 5th, 2017 to San Francisco, featuring 25 shows in five days and 50 comedians from across the entire U.S. From Washington and Portland to Los Angeles, New York to Indiana, Tennessee to Pennsylvania, these comics will join San Francisco's best underground comedians for five days of comedy at Mutiny Radio. All shows will be live streaming and available after via podcast at www.mutinyradio.fm. But see them live in our intimate 30-seat performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Mission, March 1st through 5th. Tickets available on our website, www.mutinyradio.fm now. Brought to you by our generous festival sponsors, Alta California Botanicals, Destiny's Mom, what a Tomato Produce Company, the law offices of John P. Strauss III, Asiento, FruFruHot.com, Jankytown.org, Brooke Heineken, Pervert Fervor, and Trina Roderick.